I hate that man And yeah. I hate anybody Who supports him Maybe we should rush Chris Brown He's coming to London Isn't he The thing is I think we could Should we? Sure With the way he dances Chris Brown He definitely can't fight <laughs> He definitely can't fight With the way he dances <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> So he does it I'm like Slap him in the it's face true. Gone <laughs> No you have to do the um, What's the The arm worm To slap him oh, yes. That's exactly what <laughs> Talk to him in his language. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Chris Brown, you're gonna get F. It's up. long for you, Chris. We're actually coming for you. And once we're done, Tory, you. I'm just waiting for you to be out of the limelight because obviously they'll they'll pack me up you're in jail as well. <laughs> if they catch me now, they'll pack me up. But don't worry. In a year, if you if you are free in a year, I'm coming to America. <laughs> I feel like I need to be truthful about how crazy my morning's been. I don't even know how to say hello. Um. Anyway, sorry. I'm Fola. I'm Rikia. Welcome back to episode fifty-four Four. of Wait, Wait am, am I toxic? toxic? Good morning, good afternoon, lovers and friends. I'm all over the place today. I literally, I don't know what happened, but my day has just flown by. I had a stressful morning. Then I was like, fuck it, I'm getting kept to the studio. Mm. It's a 20-something minute drive to the studio. So I started calling a cab from like 1.25. No cabs coming. I said, okay, cool. Let me try and get a, um, a train mm. to the next couple stops and then get a cab from there. No cabs it's coming. The, it's the bloody strikes, isn't it? I could not believe how difficult it was to land myself a cab. And by the time I did, it was... I was supposed to be in the studio within the next 10 minutes. And then, of course, I had a lovely driver <laughs> who most definitely put safety first. <laughs> and I kept looking at the speed limit like, it's 30 miles per hour. Why are you moving at 12? Do they, um... 12. Do they get more money if the, the journey's, I like, slower or something? And the crazy thing is, I actually warned him. I said, listen, as soon as I got, I said, hello, I'm in a rush. I'm running really late. I'm supposed to be where I need to be in 10 minutes. Um, so please, if we can cut traffic as much as possible yeah. He was like, ah, usually it's 15 minutes from here But you know, there's road work I was like, yeah, yeah, I know But let's just do our best to cut the traffic <laughs> There's Imagine there's a temporary light The man starts slowing down Why are you slowing down? They're the worst lights as well, you know light. Yeah he, Every green light he would slow down It was giving, you know when you first learn to drive They tell you that at traffic lights <laughs> Slow <laughs> down amber. just in case <laughs> Hazards. When you're a seasoned driver You know that, you know how much time you've got this man was slowing down, letting people go. There was a point that he stopped um, mm. and was like, oh, what shop is that? I was like, excuse me, we're in a rush. <laughs> we're in a rush. And we're turning onto the motorway, yeah? It's yeah. three lanes. Three lanes. Yeah. In the third lane, there was one car and he stopped. I said, "We, it's clear. I literally said to him, it's clear, you can go. Stuff like that, man. And he said, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry I'm late. No worries. Um, apologies if the session's a bit shorter <laughs> because of it. It's given um, my dog ate my homework. It proper is. And my dog <laughs> did missed. eat my homework. I promise I tried. And then it was the driver's fault. Yeah. I mean, technically, I didn't leave late, but I guess you're supposed to leave contingency time. But my morning was just really difficult. Yeah. Anyway. Don't worry, it gets like that. <sighs> How are you? <laughs> 
yeah, I'm fine. I'm extremely tired. <laughs> very, very, when are very you not tired. tired. No, I'm extremely tired. Um, yeah, I'm all right. As you know, I've had a difficult week. Yeah. Um, life has been hard, and I feel like it's having a knock-on effect to my tiredness. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Been a bit shit to be honest. Oh, sorry. Very sorry. You've been helpful. Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> my orange hat. <laughs> I'm glad you like your hat. Yeah, I love my hat. It looks nice. I, I love like my hat. It's I've... one of those things that looks like it will brighten up your day. Yeah, it brightens up. Honestly, I even my mom called me the other day and I FaceTimed her back because she didn't answer. And I was like, damn it. I had my, I had my hat on <laughs> to show your hat. <laughs> I'm oh, loving my orange you. hat. Bless you. But um, yeah, no, life is hard. I haven't, I haven't mentioned on the podcast, but um, I have a family member who's passing away. Mm. Um, and she's seventeen. Um, and yeah, I think it's just been, it's it's hard knowing that somebody's going to pass away in advance. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody always discusses that, like, do you would you want to know? Would you not want to know? Kind mm. of thing. And I guess either side of the coin is horrible and traumatizing mm. um so yeah i'm just think i don't know i think now we're coming towards the end of the year and things are wrapping up and it's the time to like celebrate and yeah. settle with family and stuff yeah i'm a bit like everything feels like it's falling apart yeah, yeah. um yeah. and it very much feels out of my control mm. um especially when you love and you care about someone and they're in pain yeah and yeah it's just i couldn't I can't it's I don't know I can speak to... about it But I can't speak about it And I can't fathom it And mm. there's a lot going on Yeah But thank God for you Oh yeah. no Thank God was, for you yeah, Thank God for you Thank God for you I had a breakdown in Westfields With Fola <laughs> I feel like I can't Bless return you. to that place You know when You're so ridiculous <laughs> It was definitely fine yeah. It's hard It's hard Like yeah. when Hearing you talk about it I genuinely get shivers Because mm. I can relate mm. Obviously I think I've spoken about this on the pod My dad's Passed away And we had Notice my yeah. dad Died from cancer My sister-in-law Exact same um, And it's it, Everything you're saying I'm like I hear it And you know When you relive the feelings And, mm. I, and you, I just wish I could suck it out of mm. you Because I can I feel the feelings As you feel them Because I know What it feels like Yeah um, And I just think You're dealing with it So well Genuinely you. Yeah You're still able To put Other people First mm. And you're so Concerned with how she is I think When I think about My experience of Of this I was It, it was a real split Of like How they felt And how I felt mm. And I sometimes Felt guilty for Not being able to Be a support to them Because I was so concerned With how I felt Oh okay yeah but I feel like you're doing A really good yeah. job Of prioritising her mm. Which is Amazing And a testament To your strength And character Thank you Yeah it's just it's nuts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It starts, but um, honestly, when I think about her and I think about her, her like immediate family around her, like her mom and her sisters and stuff, I'm just in awe of their strength. Mm. And I'm like, what a testimony to, I don't know, your upbringing, even the way she she's handled the whole thing herself. Yeah. Like she's a funny, she's all busting jokes. Yeah, like yeah. full of life. Yeah, full of life, and just such an inspiration. And I just think. I don't know, I'm kind of in a space at the moment where it's like you really can't take life for granted without mm. being too cliche absolutely. with everything. It's like, things really happen to people. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I think things things have been hard 
For a long time now, actually, when I think about it, mm-hmm. and I guess I've never discussed it here. Mm-hmm. It's just something that's constantly lingering on my mind and yeah. I'm very anxious constantly about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love you, Lil. I want to give you a cuddle. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh. Um, yeah. All the love and strength to you, Lily. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't think she'd want me to be on this podcast crying. Yeah, absolutely not. Bringing Monday blues to everybody. She would most life. definitely tell you to yeah. shut up and get shut on with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she would most definitely tell you to shut up and switch us off. Side of the tears. No, she's That's one thing I love though Like To have the strength To still be good vibes Positive energy And to tell people Can you shut the fuck up When they're crying I love that She told me this story When I went to go see her She said that There was this guy Who was obsessed with her Since like primary school Mm -hmm. um, And secondary school He's always in love with her Will never leave her alone And she was like I've had enough And then he found out That she had cancer and then, then the intensity got worse because he's obviously really worried and he wants yeah. to get in contact with her. And she told her sister, she's like, just tell him I've died. <laughs> Can you imagine? She was like, what Whoa. The heck? Like, she was like, I just told him to me before. Tell him I've gone. Tell him I've gone already. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm so dead. Imagine so- loving someone loving you that much that so you rather tell them that you, you just died. <laughs> Please just get rid permanently. <laughs> so yeah, oh. she's amazing. But anyway, we move on because I, I knew she, she probably wouldn't want me to be crying on yes. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, all the prayers up, please, guys, for Rukia and her yeah. family right now. Thank you. Prayers go a very long way. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a believer in a prayer that the person doesn't need to hear. Sometimes mm. I hear a feeling and I'm like, I prayed for you. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. didn't need to tell you that I prayed, yeah. but that prayer hit clearly. So be, be praying in your homes I beg yeah. of you all Thank you Yeah Right Should we get on to the toxic thought Because we don't have a yeah, lot of time Yeah time is running Thanks to me Sorry Sorry I'm so sorry I'm not going to stop apologising Do you know what I think sorry. I look quite nice today <laughs> No you look lovely Thank you Just <laughs> I think it. it's kind of worth The late <laughs> No I'm joking <laughs> I'm Oh joking, that's why you're late We should show them though <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, okay. Right, so the toxic thought this week reads: Hey, girls, just want to say what an amazing year has been for both of you. Oh, I discovered you during Black History Month, and I've caught up on all your episodes. I love you so much, and I cannot wait for the live show. What? What? Who told you about the live show? It's what? coming. Well done. <laughs> don't cry, don't beg. <laughs> right, so my toxic thought is. Uh, oh, she said my toxic thought is short, but I hope it's thought provoking. There's been a lot of talk at the moment about the Megan Tory Lanes case. And of course, there's loads of people divided about supporting Chris Brown as he, has, as he has a history of abusing women. My question is, should men with a history of abuse be forgiven? I believe everyone should ha- be given a second chance in life and abusers are no different. If you constantly vilify people who have committed crimes, surely they'll never change. Please don't lay into me. Ha ha. Love you lot. <laughs> we won't. We won't. You're a waste uh... of you're an idiot. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Are you going to come on this podcast? Does she know what we like do that? on this pod? She must not know what we do. No, <laughs> no I appreciate this toxic thought because um, mm. with the Meg and Tory case, you've been into it, haven't I've you? I've actually been yeah, into yeah. it. Like, I don't know much about it. It's weird because I don't follow celeb things, mm. but something about this case just touches my spirit. I think because it's so. Obviously horrible And like Just oh, everything about it Is overtly wrong 
So mm. I'm fascinated by it. I'm like, I can't believe that we're even having a conversation about something that to me is so fucking obvious. And that mm. scares me. So it makes me really interested in it. So I've been reading up on it. Like I find myself just before bed every night, which is probably a terrible time yeah, to do it. terrible time. Reading up um, on what's happened that day mm. in, in court. And it seemed like the story so far, do you know what, what's been happening so far? No. So I think she had somebody who was supporting her and they kind of retracted their statement and said that wasn't true. Yeah, her best She's, friend. Yeah, her best friend. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So it was her best friend who had initially given a statement in September, mm-hmm. basically backing up everything that Mega said. Mm-hmm. I saw him shoot her. It was two, three shots. She didn't do anything. She got out of the car. Everything that she said happened. Mm-hmm. Her friend was um corroborate corroborating corroborate corroborate right. Corroborate your story Jesus Wow the way it was Are leaving me Um, Yeah corroborating her story Um, And Now That we're in That the trial's actually happening Mm. It's like she's not Explicitly said He didn't shoot her But she's chosen her words So carefully Okay To avoid saying He did shoot her Mm -hmm. She's saying I didn't shoot her And I didn't see who shot her? I heard, I heard the gun, gunshots, and so obviously, everyone's questioning like, how has your story changed so much in the past few months? That doesn't make sense. Mm. And she said, she said that she she basically recants every most of the things that she said, and that said that she was confused and scared or something. Okay, and that's why she told them that stuff before, but now she wants to say the truth. I guess her truth is not the truth. She's changed her story, and initially there was a theory that the reason was because. Tory Lanes was offering her one million dollars. Mm. So during the argument that where before she was shot, Meg and her friend had already said prior that Tory said, "Keep quiet, and I'll give you a million each." Oh, please! A, a cheeky million. Yeah. <laughs> Does he even know who he's talking yeah. to? You shot me. Yeah, and I'm already rich. Yeah, you fucking idiot. But anyway, um, that's what they initially said. Mm. Kelsey, who is her best friend, is now taking it back, saying he didn't. He so didn't painful. offer them money. She said money was mentioned. Okay. But she didn't um, specify uh, where and how it was mm. mentioned. So honestly, reading the stuff, the way she told, retold the story now and like taking things back, she's pleading the fifth now as well, saying mm. that she's reserves her right to not answer certain questions. Wow. It's crazy. Anyway, first few days of court, that's what happened. And everyone was like, this man has obviously paid and she took the money. Yeah. Um, yesterday, luckily enough, so what happened was the prosecution... The defense basically implied to the jury mm-hmm. that the prosecutors forced this Kelsey girl to say all of that stuff in September just so that they could win the case. So they implied that. Mm. In def- defending themselves, the prosecutor said, huh? Nah, you can't imply that. Let's play the tapes then. Normally, you would never be able to hear an, a police interview yeah. in, in the courtroom, yeah. but they've allowed it this time because the defense fucked up. When you've implied to the jury yeah, that yeah, that's- these lot mm-hmm. basically... Um, committed a crime and, and tried to twist her um, twist her arm into saying what they wanted her to say mm-hmm. They, you need to give them the opportunity to defend themselves so they played the tapes and now it's looking long for Tori because the tapes obviously ah. are the initial story of what she said yeah. which matches up with everything that Meg has said the jury is most definitely not going to take what she said in the courtroom and her wishy-washy avoiding mm-hmm. pleading the fifth more seriously than they take those mm-hmm. tapes so thank God it seems like the tides are turning a little bit in the case but initially it was looking like Tori had patterned it. They'd gotten to this Kelsey girl, whether it's money or just threats, they had um, gotten her to change her story. 
the reason that I think the, the theory now And what Kelsey is saying Is the reason that she's kind of Twisted her story And taken certain things back Is because There was a time that she had um, Needed defending from Meg She was apparently getting Lots of threats for her family Like okay. death wishes and yeah. stuff like that And I she asked imagine. Meg To clear her name in Publicly Because yeah. the, This whole debate has been One of two people shot her Is it Kelsey or Tori right mm. So obviously if everyone's coming For Kelsey and Send her death threats yeah, She yeah. wants her friend to back of her Of course yeah Apparently Meg didn't But I think she did I'm pretty sure she did Because I've, I've seen video I've seen videos of Meg Saying Tori you shot me So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why yeah, She yeah, needs yeah, to release yeah. another Saying Kelsey you didn't, you didn't It's like yeah. So anyway one person. That was Kelsey's excuse The case is in an interesting place now Where yeah Initially it was looking like Tori had patterned it Because bear in mind Court and uh, the law is uh, guilty beyond reasonable yeah, doubt yeah. So all they have to do Is prove reasonable doubt mm-hmm. And that's really easy to do Once there's two people In the car It's pretty And yeah. that's, that's kind of Reasonable doubt Do you know what I mean Yeah Um, But yeah What I found Sorry I feel like that I took ages to tell that story But no, it's needed <laughs> yeah, I think it's needed The context yeah. is necessary Yeah What I found so frustrating About this is It just feels like Something has blatantly happened mm. And the law Allows Tory to, you know, twist things and say the right things to get out of taking accountability and serving his time. But what I don't get is why the law of the streets mm. are aligned with the very flawed judicial judicial system. Yeah. Why is it that we are backing up this guilty beyond reasonable doubt thing when it's like the facts here are so blatantly obvious that he shot her? Mm. And I just don't. Know why it's been so easy I've been using this case to spot The demons from the sensible <laughs> Because honestly Anyone that I hear bats even Utter even one word of mm. About Meg You're a demon yeah. And you've got shit That you need to got work through That you haven't yet And you're using this, this situation mm. To let out your demonic ways mm. Do not do it it's, I think people When it comes to abuse as well It's like people are so quick To like Call you a liar Mm. Or disprove your story Because it's easier for them Absolutely So to admit that Even in the black community To admit that a black woman Is more at risk than anybody else Is uncomfortable for them Because they continue to make jokes Look at rappers Making bars about her Mm. (laughs) Somebody's trauma Is is someone's A line in somebody's song And I think it just reiterates for me That black women aren't safe We will never be safe Even amongst our own it's just so scary because usually with these cases, the shit that they use to justify their nonsense mm. will be like, we weren't there. Who knows what's going yeah. on behind closed doors? Yeah. There's a video of that babe stepping yeah. out of a car with bloody yeah. shot up feet. <laughs> I just find it well, it's unbelievable. It's the same in the UK as well. Like, I think the statistics last year from Refuge was that I think 2% of rape cases were... People were convicted of it, mm-hmm. like perpetrate. Two yeah. percent of cases. Two percent. That is disgusting, and it was lower than it was when it was in, during the COVID period when mm. courts were closed. Yeah. So it just stresses that women are not safe, um, and even from experience with working with like victims of domestic violence as well and victims of sexual assault, the CPS, um, the, uh, wow, Crown Prosecution Service, criminal, one of those. Mm. They're there to disprove your story. The whole journey yeah, for, a, yeah. for a victim of abuse is I'm going to disprove you. Yeah. So whether that's like a woman going to housing, it'll be like, okay, so somebody's abusive. Why have you not reported this? Sorry, mm. we can't offer you housing. There's no proof. 
<laughs> oh, um, I don't know. Then you go to report your crime and they will ask you detail by detail by detail and they're there to disprove your story yeah. and find yeah. gaps in it and be like, oh, sorry, nothing we can do about it. Then it might eventually get to court if you have a case. And then the whole thing is to disprove your story. There's one case in particular. I don't know if I can speak about it too much. Um, I can mention this bit. They tried to, there was evidence of this woman, her body was fucked with abuse, like mm. bruises, scars, burns. Mm. You, God knows, it was everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember the defendants, like barrister was like, oh, we've got a, a telephone recording of you calling the ambulance and you're shouting. Huh? <laughs> she was like, yes, I was in pain. Like, so, he said, you're shouting. She's supposed to so be trembling. So they tried to paint, paint her as like this aggressive woman. Wow. And also, she also had sex with him after the assault, like a yeah. week after. And he said, why did you have sex? Jesus Imagine Christ. in a courtroom, like your whole life has just been like How planned How do out. those solicitors Sleep at, sleep at night, at night. Like, yeah. Oh the whole thing God. is to dispro- disprove your story, and yeah. I've I've had that from my own experience as well. Hence, why I've probably never even gone to the police for anything I've experienced. But um, yeah, it, the system is there to fail you. They are trying it to change is. it now, yeah. where the perpetrator there's more emphasis on the perpetrator, like being interviewed and stuff, rather than the victim. Absolutely. I'm gonna hold my breath because I don't know how successful that will be, um, and what that actually looks like in theory. Yeah. Um. But it's a step in the It's right petrifying. Direction. It's it's truly petrifying. But I guess maybe to go back to the toxic submitters um question, like, should we give abusers a second chance? And should we not vilify them so much? I don't think they're vilified enough. Yeah. I find it interesting that, you know, at this point in time and how we deal with abuse is the point that we're talking about vilifying abusers less. Mm. I think a lot of abusers get off scot-free yeah. at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't, I think there's a, I don't know, I think there's a, there's something to discuss in like how it is that we hold abusers to account, maybe the way in which we do it. Mm-hmm. But I think forgiveness before accountability doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. And that's kind of what we're talking about because I, with how willing we are to forgive abusers, yeah. I would be surprised if an abuser was like, I'm so sorry, ah, and changed their whole game and we didn't forgive them. Yeah. It would be easy. I agree. We, do, we forgive without that. I completely agree. So we're talking about forgiveness before abusers are having energy to say, yeah. I'm sorry, I see that what I did was wrong. I'm a changed person. People like Chris Brown, he hasn't changed. Yeah, he has a long He's history. Evolved. <laughs> if you are buying those tickets for Chris Brown's mm, concert. Yeah, I actually do judge you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, same. It's because kind of like, it's a, it's a noted for me. I'm not expecting everyone to have the same vim as me because I guess, I don't know, I've been a victim of abuse and no, I don't think that's I've worked in it. But it feels close to home. Yeah. It's just something that's really hot for me. It might not be hot for anyone else, but I do, I'm looking at you left. I'm looking at you sideways and I just, what I find interesting, interesting about those people is they their stance is never, do you know what? That was fucked up. Yeah. Did, but I just love the music. Yeah. It's always, I don't care. Yeah. Music is music. It, their energy is mm. like, fuck it entirely. Yeah. It's like, why? If you're going to do it, at least... I don't know. Be a bit honest, be a bit honest yeah. about it. And like, actually, I don't know. I guess it's easier, isn't it? Because obviously, once you accept that you hate it and you think it's bad, yeah. then it's like, well, why the fuck what am I doing? buying the ticket? So yeah. they have to dismiss it entirely yeah. to allow themselves to be able to go to this useless man's concert and fund his abusive lifestyle. <laughs> Interesting to me. But yeah, I, I don't really care to talk about vilifying and forgiving abusers mm. before we're talking about holding them accountable properly yeah. and um, making sure that they don't get off scot-free. Because the issue with 
something like this. There's, there's, there's certain things in life that are like, people make mistakes. So maybe we don't need to drag their, their history up mm. all the time and um, I guess crucify them for it constantly. But with things like abuse, that's a pattern. It's a trait. Yeah. It's something that you repeat to do. And it's impacting and actually killing people. Do you know well. what I mean? There it's was really a, harmful. There was yeah. a woman, um, I don't know the backstory, but she, yesterday she was stabbed to death in her own home in Stoke Newington. So um, that has been on the news. And you know, every woman dies at least once a week. I yeah. don't know what the statistics yeah. is. Yeah. But um, it's interesting for me, actually, because I think I I have a history of abuse. Um, grew up in abusive households and I've been abused mm. and I've worked with victims of abuse. Um, so obviously I'm like, no, you shouldn't be forgiven. But I guess I also come from a bit of a holistic kind of background. So I'm mm. like, I do believe in people's capacity, capacity to change. Yeah, but same. I agree. I think you should... You should be held accountable for your actions and then you should be, be given an opportunity, whether that's through like rehabilitation exactly, or yeah. there's so many, there's actually so many programs out there for abusers. And I, I remember actually on the way here, I was thinking about there was a time when with the guy who was abusive towards me, I remember I sent him some stuff and I was like, you're abusing me. Mm. Can you read this and understand how you're abusing me and get help? Like mm. I'm willing to help you wow. stop abusing me. Wow. And he's like, I'm not being abusive. Yeah. Um, fucking prick yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah no there's definitely programs and I think yeah I think you know abusers are I guess they're not just born abusive and it does come from somewhere yeah, so yeah, I yeah. guess in some way it's kind of some illness or behavioral issue and you know but you should be prosecuted for your crimes absolutely and then and then we can kind of revert back to you know, you. yeah, like yeah. what what kind of household did you grow up in? Did you grow up in a violent household? Yeah. What does society tell you? Yeah. Like, you know, where society literally encourages men to constantly abuse women. Yeah, like yeah. When I think about even little things in school, where like, I think I might have been at seven, and a guy was like trying to touch my vagina as a joke. How the fuck is that funny? Yeah, that's not funny. It's but like, crazy. as a child, it wasn't really. A big it wasn't deal. A, at all. No, it was like he's so cheeky, he's annoying. Yeah, and if anything, it's like he likes me. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is literally what how abuse is born. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, yeah. when a guy's like really pursuing you hard and like you keep his job Obsessive. is to kind of yeah, mm. his job is to like break you down and it's like oh, okay, like yeah. there's all those things that do create abusive traits. Even the whole stush term. Stush. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah what yeah. is that? I don't want you, and I'm stush. Yes. And now your job, like you said, is to break me down. To break like, me down. No. Yeah. There's a whole culture of like men, and I think if I'm actually being compassionate, it is must be very confusing for men. And maybe in the younger age of like, uh-huh. how do we navigate? How do I navigate my manhood, but also be super respectful of women? Yeah, because you know, a lot of the things that we consider manly are rooted in having really pursuing, toxic and yeah, yeah abusive being very traits. Objective yeah, or like yeah, men are taught like, go on, go on, boy, yeah. that's my boy. It's true, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, even down to like, I'm sure for parents, if a, a boy brought a girl home, it wouldn't be as a, such of a big deal if you know. A girl brought a guy home. Yeah, at all. So, yeah, like, absolutely. even those kind of things create abuses. Yeah, it is. There are so many different contributing factors. And mm. I agree with you. We're not, we definitely don't talk enough about like what it is that makes an abuser. Yeah. But I just think we need to kind of rank things in a, as like what, what we have to address mm. in, yes. create a list of priorities as far as how to address this abuse thing. Mm. And I think the first thing is like, Punishment and rehabilitation. 100%. I, I, I just don't think that you can... I don't think you can hold any uh, people accountable when somebody... Why oh, can't I talk to me? 
It's okay. <laughs> I think I'm really so stressed out from this morning. <coughs> when somebody's got a really toxic trait about them or is committing a horrible crime, mm. I think the very first thing that, that could lead to true resolution is to punish them. Yeah. Like in the same way when you discipline a child when they act up, mm. I think with things like abuse, murder, all of the crimes, I don't want to list the rest of them in case they're triggering. But yeah. First thing, eject that person from society and punish them. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as men, you've not proven, if you're an abusive man, not proven that you are at a point of development that a conversation and like nurturing can do it. Mm. So we need to punish you like we do children. Yeah. To just slap your hand and say, not right, cannot do that, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. After the fact, we can start talking about rehabilitation. We can start talking about like looking into their, their childhood because ultimately... You're right. No one was born abusive. Yeah, it no comes was, from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and that goes to show in the same way you learn those behaviors, you can unlearn them. Mm. So there's hope for everyone, 100%. But I just don't think that hope is is going to be unlocked or or that potential is going to be unlocked by us forgiving them without holding them accountable. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to it's, me. It's so hard as well because remember there's a, there's a spectrum of abuse. So yeah. maybe like an emotional abuser. An emotional abuser is not going to prison. Yeah, oh, and no way. No one's even going to probably... take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. people are you're probably not even going to report it. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine, imagine reporting emotional abuse. Like, he'd like, laugh at. He keeps putting me down. Yeah. Like, he says <laughs> he I'm ugly. Like, yeah. <laughs> they'll actually laugh in you your face. They'll think you're an idiot. So it's impossible for like... Near impossible for someone to change their ways. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... I just... The Tory <sighs> stuff... Yeah. Makes everything in me bubble like my blood mm. bubbles up mm. because he, just seeing people use this as like an opportunity a segue to say see you women see yeah see you. I just, I've never understood the focus on like uh false accusers when we talk about somebody that's done something really horrible usually to, to a woman when it, abuse be it sexual be it just abuse mm-hmm. emotional um the first Port of call is to switch to like she's lying and maybe yeah. maybe she's a false accuser. How many? What's the percentage? I, I, there was a guy that I was describing this to, and I, I was trying to use an analogy of like you've got a hundred people in a room, mm-hmm. and all of those people are victims of abuse. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's five of them who just wanted to come to the party and they lied. Focusing on that five yep. means that. 100, those, that full 100 people don't get the accountability and whatever it is that they need to be able to heal. They don't get the justice that they need. Yeah. Those five people are very bad, yes. But Let's we need people. to prioritize the 95. Yeah. Because that five, I would, as fucked up as it sounds, yeah, mm. it is better for the five to get away with their false accusation yeah. than it is for the 95 to not get any retribution mm. or justice because there's a domino effect um, attached to it The 95 abusers That abuse those 95 people Are going to go out And abuse again And again And, and again, again And again Yeah And that 100 Is going to become a 1000 In an instant Like I just I hate how it's, quickly We revert to it's so, Women it's lie so annoying Five. so Because when I actually think about Yes Literally from what you said Like I I know a lot of friends And family who have been abused Haven't gone to the police I've worked with hundreds Probably even like A thousand women Who yeah. have been abused yeah. I would say maybe like 10% of them Have gone to the police yeah. And when you do Nothing happens anyway yeah. When you do look, When you're shot <laughs> yeah. And your feet Are bleeding in the street And everyone can see it yeah. There's a gun That has fragments From this man's gun yeah. In your feet They still don't believe you 
You hate women. Sure, yeah. Why do you yeah. hate women so much? Like, and this it goes back to the humanity stuff that we were talking about the other day of like, where is your humanity? This woman gone. was shot. It's gone. Let's let's at least let's just apologize. Like, even if it wasn't Tory, let's just be sad that this woman was shot yeah. for goodness sake. Why is there so much anger and energy for her? I don't get it. To make a song about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Drake is done yeah. out for me. I yeah. cannot fuck with Drake anymore. I find it so horrible. Where is your humanity? This woman was literally shot and you said, let me write bars laughing at her. To trivialize it. What the fuck? But again, I think it's proper down to people don't want to hold other people accountable in this community. <sighs> when men are shot, look at the raps that they go yeah. and, and <laughs> oh, I did, I'm tattooing a tear on my face. Or what is it that they do? They, they do a tattoo in it. For their friend like, that's been shot. There's a tear when you kill somebody. You fill it in when <laughs> no. You, there's a tear when you shot somebody. I think you fill it in when they died. Oh my gosh! Look at the hoo yeah. when you shoot people. We were not Stupid. safe. We're not. We're actually not. Yeah. This case, I am using it. Like I say, it's bait for me. I need to post about it more so that I can just pick up which weed yes. out the psychos. Yeah. Weed them out. Yeah. Because there's so many more than you think. Yes. Remember I even said recently, there's a certain type of guy out there who I know you hate women mm. and they usually love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> they love comedians. <laughs> they do, They yeah. feel like, what's going on in the world? We're all trying to be politically correct nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, Meg, ha, ha, ha. What, they hate women. They hate women. And I find there's basically a lot of them now, they're trying to rebrand. Like a lot of them are hiding in plain sight. Yeah. And they regurgitate all of the progressive things that they hear. Mm. And when you catch them like a rat on the highway <laughs> with their friends, that's yeah. how those um, Twitter the Twitter guys. Mm, that's how you caught, that's how we found them. <laughs> because you would never know. A lot of people, you would never know. Publicly, they've adjusted to the climate. And they're like, you know what? There's a certain level of madness that I can take outside. Otherwise, they'll stone me. So they keep it quiet, but it bubbles up inside them. And when Meg gets shot, that's when it jumps yeah. out. When they have a Twitter space it's to jump ha-ha. out, that's when it jumps out. They're hiding in plain sight. And I, I've, it's interesting. I can, I can clock them. Like, I've met quite a few of those types of guys. And um, they always make little jokes. Like, for example, if we're talking about, um, I don't know, something that should be pro- progressive. Mm. Like, if we're talking about gay people, for example. Yes. They'll ask a, a provocative question. Be like, wait, yeah. isn't, isn't, that, isn't that problematic though? Because like, what, what if she's gay? <laughs> And you can so just see it in mind? their eyes. Yes. Like, why are you thinking about that? I know you're a liar. Yes. I know you're trying to hide right now. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to provoke someone in the room to agree with your toxic secret. Yeah. So you can be like, see? Yeah. I knew it. Gays are bad. Fuck y'all, I knew man. It. Fuck y'all. Fuck all of you. Fuck y'all. Fuck all of you. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I hate you to the But yeah, we're in back. support of Meg 100%. Yeah. And I just, I, I, the other day I was saying to Rukia, like, I wish I could message her. Yes. I was like, I want to cuddle her. Helps. I actually want to squeeze her. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I believe you. You know, there's a video of her entering the courtroom and somebody was heckling, saying, Oh, um, why are you lying on that boy? What? What? Bear in mind, this man already has a criminal record, you know. Uh, Where's the character assessment? Do you uh, know what I mean? Like, usually we do all this character analysis of, oh, he's got a good character, he's never committed a crime. If we really want to take the Someone court to the street, said that to yeah. Her. Ah, oh, why are you lying on that? But as she's walking into the courtroom, and it's 
Oh my god, how can I forget this? This is the bit that's been infuriating me the most. He's taking his fucking son to all of the cases. I can punch the mic. I swear to you, if I saw Tori on road, it's on site. And I would win. He's like <laughs> four foot nine. I would win. I he takes his son and he smiles and it's just like that is this man is insulting all of your intelligence and you still believe him. You're still going to support this man who is insulting your intelligence with this performative crap, obviously performative mm. crap that he's doing. You're going to let him get away with it and he's going to laugh in all of your faces because you're fools. And when he does it again, we're going to say, oh, yeah. shit, let's make a documentary. He's going to hell. That's what will happen next. It will be the Tory documentary. <laughs> Surviving Tory. <laughs> yep. Because how many times are we yeah. going to make the same mistake over and over again? I hate that man and yeah. I hate anybody who supports him. <laughs> Maybe we should rush Chris Brown. He's coming to London, isn't he? The thing is, I think we could. Should we? Sure. With the Chris, way he dances, Chris Brown he definitely can't fight. Out. <laughs> he definitely can't fight with the way he dances. Just... <laughs> so he does it, I'm like, in the it's face, true. gone. No, you have to do the, um, what's the, the arm worm to slap him? <laughs> That's exactly what... Talk to him in his language. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Chris Brown, you're going to get F It's up. long for you, Chris. We're actually coming for you. And once we're done, Tory. You! I'm just waiting for you to be out of the limelight. Because obviously, they'll, they'll pack me up you're into jail as well. <laughs> if they catch me now, they'll pack me up. But don't worry, in a year, if you if you are free in a year, I'm coming to America. Oh, and they're going to deport him if he's guilty. Fantastic, isn't it? Where, where, where's he from? Canada. Bye, bitch. We're there. Even Canada, you deserve better. I wish there was somewhere else we could send him. Yeah. Australia. How can you shoot someone? A friend. They're friends, you know. Yeah. He shot her. Yeah. What kind of mental health issues is that man dealing with? Let's talk about that. He's deeply troubled. To shoot your friend. And a woman. <coughs> Sorry. He said, dance, bitch, when he shot her. <gasps> Look here. That's why he was shooting her feet. Psycho. Oh my God. Psycho, psycho, psycho. If I catch you on road, Tory, <laughs> any brand that doesn't want to work with me, stay yes. away. You can fucking fuck off. Because I'm fucking Tory, whether you like it or not. <laughs> but um, yeah, oh. guys, coming to an end. Very sorry about the length. This yeah. is on me. I owe, what, what's, what can I do for reparations? A part I was, two. I've even been stuttering the whole episode. I couldn't even settle down. No, but yeah, maybe we'll continue it. And yeah, we'll see how we get on. Yeah, what I just want to say to everybody who has something to say publicly about this Tory Lanez Meg thing, yeah, be careful. Show yourself. Be Reveal. careful. Reveal yourself. Actually, don't even be careful. Reveal your Reveal. truth, yeah, so that we can stone you and flog you publicly because <laughs> I can't do it. And genuinely, yeah, if by some miracle there is someone out there, because there's some people that I kind of respect that have agreed with Tory. Mm. So I'm like, is mm. there something that I'm missing here? If there is a take, that makes sense. I beg you, send it to me. Let me know. Yeah. Let me actually know. Let me. Yeah. I want to hear it. I don't, but <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of fairness, I would it's like true. to hear it. Um, but, I don't um, know what world in what world there could be a reasonable justification for not being on Meg's side, but you never know. You never know. Any church announcements? Church announcements. <laughs> we have good things coming our way soon. We so. do. We're going to yes. need you to save some coins. Just a little bit. Just a wee, Just a cheeky, little bit. two pound a week, yeah? It's and true. you'll be fine. You save up from now. Get a little penny jar, pound jar. Yeah. A swear jar, maybe. Yeah. Or a toxic jar. Oh. Any toxic thoughts, come to mind, put a pound in it. 
And we'll you'll definitely be, be sorted by then. Buy a ticket for you and your girls and your boys. Ticket to what? A ticket uh. to heaven. <laughs> but stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Have a lovely soon. week as well. Love you loads. All the prayers for Rakia this week, please. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Oh, there was something else I was going to say as well. What? Come on. About the ADHD thing. Sorry, actually, not by. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> last week we spoke about ADHD. I was really disappointed in the way that we spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, it was. It, you know, even was, as we were speaking, even when I got home, I was like, that was this like we're bare yeah. dumb. Yeah. We're talking like, like we don't know what ADHD yeah. is. I said, is it a disease? What did I say? Like what mental health. Mental health, yeah. Personality disorder, you said. Yeah. Personality disorder, that's it. Mm. But it's because the toxic submit are called it a personality disorder. Okay, got it. So I was like, is it? Yeah. But then we couldn't get to what it is. Yeah. Anyway, we definitely know what ADHD is. Um, apologies for that. The people, a couple of people have DM'd really kindly, actually. Yeah, just kindly. Clarify. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I saw the DMs, I was like, ah oh, shit. Makes they agree. Because <laughs> yeah. I even when I did the second outro, was that like, we lost our outro. I was gonna yeah. say. Also, sorry about the way we discussed ADHD because that was really weird. But mm. then I thought, you know, it's fine. But it wasn't fine. Yeah. So, apologies. Apologies. Um, we don't always get it right, especially when there's alcohol in our system. <laughs> but we love you. And we love you very next much. Week. Bye. Bye.